Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Poolside with Pokestarter, where we come together to share knowledge and experiences from across the Web3 space with the community in an informal and conversational way. On today's episode, we have our guest from BNB Chain, who are launching a brand new European innovation incubator that is actually partnered up with Pokestarter as well. John, um, I tried practicing this a bit, so if I butcher your name, I'm sorry. But with us today is John Izagirre, uh, BNB Chain director. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, no man, you nailed it. Uh, perfect. I couldn't have said it better. Nice, nice. I saw two R's, so I had to really stress on the R there. Cool. Before we get started, it's it's gonna be a, a very interesting conversation. I just want to remind everyone that's tuned in. Don't forget that you can actually claim an exclusive on-chain achievement token. I think we're giving one out to the first 300. So just make sure that your accounts on Galaxy are linked to your Twitter account so that we can verify that we're on the space. But with that out of the way, John, welcome to the show. Can you please just start things off by introducing yourself? Cool, thank you. Uh, I'm Johnny Saguirre, as you said before, the business uh, manager director for the BNB chain uh, in the EU, and currently also coordinating the new incubation program for the continent. And happy to be here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining. Um, I want to maybe. Start things off by, you know, for anyone that hasn't heard yet, uh, giving a bit of context around, you know, the BNB chain um, and the European in Innovation Incubator that you guys decided to launch. Can you tell us a bit more about that, maybe the logic behind setting it up and uh, what you guys aim to achieve with it? Sure, sure. So, uh, well, you know, thank you, everyone. Basically, what we have observed, and not only us, but also other networks, other public networks in the ecosystem is that uh, the EU remains a bit behind other parts uh, of the earth when it comes down to technology, innovation, especially Web3. So if we compare uh, the amount of events, meetups, and uh, strategic incubation acceleration programs in the US um, and in Asia, we start realizing that the EU has been left behind quite considerably in the last years. And, well, you know, we saw the opportunity to foster innovation, but also to support Web3 entrepreneurs and founders. And therefore, you know, we're launching this BNB uh, chain EU incubation program where the whole aim is to boost uh, not only the BNB chain ecosystem, but the Web3 uh, game as a whole and we're gonna be giving you know mentorship um we're gonna be giving guidance we're gonna be giving support from how to design your tokenomics and white paper to how to scale and grow in this environment and uh, it's a pleasure to actually have you guys a uh, polka starter as uh key partners in in these um you know venture that we are launching in the ecosystem I mean, no, it's, it's a pleasure for us to obviously be part of this. I guess, let me maybe pause for a sec. We're seeing a lot of, you know, incubation programs, accelerator programs coming up uh, over the past couple of weeks. Why do you think that is? Is the space starting to shift towards maybe trying to get in early and, and molding some of these projects? Or what's the appeal to some of these uh, programs? Do you feel like maybe we've evolved enough or learned enough that, you know, a lot of these players can now essentially put together an accelerator what's the logic because it's almost like every other week or every other day you're hearing about a new accelerator program yeah actually this is a very good idea the narrative is that you know we have uh, an incredible amount of talented entrepreneurs that perhaps right now they find themselves at 
in the Web2 world, and they are seeing that the ceiling and the walls are very narrow when you are in Web2, right? And also raising capital becomes really, really, really difficult um, unless you are heavily backed by Silicon Valley VCs or you know, big, big brands and big names, it, it's very difficult to scale. And I would say that's given the fact of centralization and non-distributed systems. So what we're seeing is the shift from Web2 creation, from ideas and innovation to Web3 deployment and distribution, right? And perhaps this is the reason why you're seeing all the key networks, the L1s and L2s, launching these kind of acceleration incubation programs because they're seeing that the talent is here, but they do not know how to navigate the waters. This is also a very important point. Navigating the waters as an entrepreneur, as a Web3 builder, can be very daunting. It's a very difficult experience. Why? Well, one can say the UX and UI is poor. Another person can say, well, you know, uh, it seems to be kind of a monopoly endgame. Some other people might say, well, maybe the lingo, the language itself is too complicated. And this is where an incubation program and an acceleration program comes into place, right? It's to give mentorship, guidance, to help these builders on entrepreneurs discover the fascinating world of Web3, blockchain, crypto, and, and, and distributed ledger technologies, but also how to achieve success, or at least how to capitalize on their know-how from Web2 and how to convert that those great ideas into a Web3 deployment basis. I think that's a great answer, and definitely, you know, it makes a lot more sense now um, seeing a lot of these projects coming up. I will dive a bit deeper into, you know, the program itself, but first I want to ask, because, you know, this is another thing that's gained a lot of popularity um, previously. What's the current relationship, if there's any, between, you know, the BNB chain European Innovation Incubator Program, that's a long name <laughs> that I have to keep uh, remembering, uh, and the most valuable builder, the MVB program that you know was initially set up yeah also a great question so not to confuse people um there are two programs running in parallel but there is a logic behind so the european web3 innovation incubation incubator program um has been fully designed by the bnb chain team so we have built these uh, organically and entirely for the deployment of innovation and ideas on the web uh on the on the bnb chain network now the MVB has been built between the BNB chain team, but also Binance Labs, um, that is a key partner in our ecosystem. So perhaps um, also the logic behind, and even more interestingly, is that this incubation program is focused on EU builders, so European Union builders, founders, or teams which have some sort of deployment in the union. Uh, whether the MVB program, it's a bit more global and again it has the component of binance labs which again is a is a key business partner in our ecosystem um, it depends which route you want to take um, if you are a european builder or founder i will say that the incubation program might be more strategic for you since we're having key european partners also as mentors um, and guides that will you know support you and also navigate the waters from a legal perspective regulatory perspective and and more in the european union 
Yeah, thanks. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, so now maybe let's dive a bit deeper into the program itself. Uh, how does you know your selection process work? You just mentioned as a European builder, but um, I guess what are you know the criteria to apply? Who can apply? What does it take to apply? I think these are a lot of questions that people will have um, at the front of their minds when they find out about this program. So maybe let's start there. Sure, sounds uh, sounds fair. So the first, listen, this all comes back to to key narratives. The first one is that you need to have an idea. You need to have a roadmap. You need to have a project, right? So if you have an idea, then you can convert it into a project and then you can convert it into a, some sort of roadmap. You know, this is the first step. You already have it, right? Second step will be to register, to apply um, through our um, website and through our links. So the application process takes about, you know, five to 10 minutes. You can just, uh, you know, uh, give the ideas of what you want to build, why you think your idea will be, you know, suitable for the incubation program. How big is your team? Uh, what's your background? How many founders? Um, the amount and size of the team workers, colleagues, and affiliates, right? So then that comes into a pool that we receive internally, and these gets... Uh, all the all the projects get you know their right due diligence. So we will evaluate again the founder's profile and background. We will evaluate with whom you're working. Uh, what's your past track record? What's the size of your team? What's their you know uh, also background and what you're trying to build? What is it that you're bringing on Web three that makes sense and how we can help you to scale it up? Right. Uh, once these due diligence uh, gets into place, we're going to make sure to reach out to the project independently and run one-on-one meetings with them to make sure that they understand what the project is about, what the program is about, and how we can help them foster their idea. So it's a very organic process once you get admitted or selected. There's going to be uh, a grants program um, for the winners, and in case... For example, that you don't make it into the incubation program, we're going to make sure to, you know, perhaps recommend you to one of our key partners in the ecosystem or uh, give you more ideas so you can apply in a future incubation program that we're, that we're going to run. So first one, have an idea. Secondly, make sure that you have a clear roadmap that you identify your USP and then apply for the program. Wait for us a couple of days, if not one week, and we're going to get back to you uh, with the next um, steps. Yeah, I think that, that makes it a lot simpler. Um, hopefully a lot of people in this space um, and people listening to this episode later on get inspired and actually you know feel that they should join something like this and apply to this program. So let me maybe... Um, touch on another point that I think uh, I find quite interesting in the program itself. You're planning some, you know, physical meetups uh, within the program in different European countries. Can you talk to us a bit more about that? How is that going to, you know, play out? Is it going to be invite only? Is it going to be for the projects that go through the space only? Or is it going to be like an open uh, event? I'm, I'm really curious to know more about that. Yeah, this is a very, very good question. So we're going to be running really cool, interesting offline events. So let's start here. Uh, the incubation program is an online event, right? So we understand, for example, that if you're based in Rome, for example, uh, perhaps, you know, going to a meetup event in Paris might be difficult because, again, 
you have to build. You are on building mode. You're not on unraveling mode. You're not on networking mode. Perhaps you're on building mode. So therefore, we thought that running an online program first will be the, the right way to go. So incubation program, fully online. Now, we also understand that networking, we also understand that one-on-one -on -one communication is important. And this is why we're going to be running offline events in key cities, um, which are Lisbon, Barcelona, Berlin, Warsaw, um, London, Paris, and I'm sure I'm forgetting one, and I believe that's Milan. So if you're in those cities and you have applied for the incubation program, we're going to make sure to invite you. Um, so again, you can meet your future mentors, you can meet your uh, future guides, and perhaps you can meet the, you know, the people who belong to the B&B ecosystem, including yourself, guys, from, from Polkastarter. So also, what we're going to make sure is to ask the community. Like, sometimes asking the community is quite important, and we'll say, all right, guys, do you want this to be an, you know, like an open mic sesh, or should we do it a bit more exclusive because you want to have one-on-ones, or should we do kind of like a, like a speed dial approach where you have a couple of minutes to chat to everyone, we're going to make sure to ask this in our community. Um, and, you know, we're going to make sure to make it public and, and kind of identify the framework uh, for these offline events. I think I'm, I'm really excited maybe potentially to, to actually be in some of these events because I think it'll be really cool for a change, obviously post-COVID, to you know, finally meet a lot of people. We've seen a lot of events this year, obviously with Token and, and all the other events happening uh, around the year. So I think this is a breath of fresh air. Um, so that's great. I think a lot of founders will look forward to it. But speaking of looking forward to things, I guess maybe if you were to summarize for the audience, you talked a bit more about what it takes to get in, but... Uh, maybe now let's change the dynamic a bit and talk about what you can expect to get out of the program. Um, you know, as a founder that gets accepted and joins, you know, the incubator, what can I expect to get out of the incubator itself? But also maybe we'll start with the micro and then maybe look at the macro of what can I expect as just someone in the space? Um, how does this help evolve the space or grow the space? So maybe I'll, I'll let you choose if you want to go macro or micro first. Sure, no worries. Um, this is also a, a, a very good question. So let's start by the micro. And let's start by the fact that this is going to be a turbo program. So this is going to be a three weeks program. And for, for many people, you know, this is fast. However, we have to understand two things. First, the world these days is moving very fast. And secondly, Web3 as a technology is even faster. So if you do not learn how to adapt into this fast world, uh, perhaps as a Web3 founder, your chances are going to be lower as someone that can think, execute, and deploy technology fast enough. And this is why we're doing this kind of turbo program, so you get adapted to the speed at which this industry moves. So let's let's start there. Now, from a micro perspective, you will learn from what takes you to deploy a Web3 infrastructure service as a company and then to make it global. Then what is necessary from a UX UI perspective? What do you need to attract VCs in the Web3 world? How do you select a market maker? Uh, what kind of liquidity program incentive can you create? What is good, what is bad in preparing a tokenomics paper? What is good, what is bad into launching your white paper and drafting it to make it not only credible for yourself as a founder, but for the community. And finally, and most importantly, how to grow community in Web3. It takes more than Twitter, 
it takes more than social media. It takes much more than beers and, and pizzas and, and burgers in and, and a conference. It takes much more than that. It takes credibility, reputation, and it takes encouragement. Your community needs to feel encouraged. Your community needs to feel pumped and super excited about what you will launch as an entrepreneur, right? And these aspects are kind of key to the evolution um, in your entrepreneurship uh, journey on Web3. Now, from a macro perspective, of course, you're going to get recognition uh, from the different channels that BNB uh, and its ecosystem has, whether that's Binance Labs or uh, Binance Global or BNB chain social media accounts, which account to about 2.9 million users and followers worldwide. Then you're going to get also recognition from the mentors and guides such as yourself at Polkastarter, which are key players in the ecosystem. And finally, most importantly, you are going to get a base on how to execute your idea, your plan from zero to 100. If you ask me uh, when, when I started this journey into Web3, there was nothing like that. Like nothing, zero. You needed to to learn yourself. You need to go to online libraries and kind of figure it out. Um, and perhaps this is the reason why these days Web three still seems to be a daunting place, just because we're we're kind of a trial and error industry, right? But we believe that with these guidance, um, you know, the the ecosystem itself will improve itself because we committed the mistakes in the past. And now we learn from them and we're going to give the right guidance and, um, you know, leadership. So the new founders and builders don't make the same mistakes that we did in the past. Hopefully that that's the goal. I love that goal. I think uh, definitely makes sense, you know, to try and kind of learn from past mistakes and pass that on. This is essentially how the space continues to evolve and get better and better. So um, I think this is, you know, a key part of why we chose to join and i think that you know kind of is a good segue into the next question which is obviously you guys brought on uh, a lot of partners including ourselves at pokestarter what do you think you know the role of these partners is going to be and what kind of importance do they have within the overall incubator i guess in a way i'm asking what do you expect of the partners but also what can projects expect of the partners that you brought on board yeah this is this is a great question so one of the things that uh, founders and builders of Web3 need to understand is that this is not, this cannot be a secluded industry. This is not an industry where one company or one KOL or one individual has a final sum end gain. This is a multilateral, a multi-chain, if you want to call it, approach kind of industry. We need to support each other. We need to help each other in order to foster innovation and to foster entrepreneurship on Web3. So let's start there, meaning that we're looking for strategic partners in the ecosystem that can help us. You know, we need help. We do not know everything. We know that, you know, you guys are excellent when it comes down to the launch and deployment of new projects in Web3. You guys have a great, you know, um, uh, podcast uh, platform. You guys have been educating the industry for quite some time. You have a great reputation in the European Union. And this is, this is where we need help. Uh, we might be good for some other things and other partners might be good for their own business section. But bottom line, we need support and the community needs support. So what do we expect from our partners? Same thing that you expect from us. First, know-how. 
Secondly, uh, professional respect, that we respect each other's, you know, benefits and areas where we thrive. And finally, you know, a broader network so uh, we don't remain in an echo chamber, what I like to call in crypto sometimes and in the crypto industry. We, we stay in kind of like a bubble uh, within Web3. We need to break out of that bubble. And the more people join, uh, the better the echo, you know, go, amplifies itself and goes into, into different avenues and different sections in the, you know, hopefully Web3 industry, but also beyond it. Thank you for that great answer, John. I mean, definitely. Um... It's, it's our responsibility as much as it is yours to try as much as possible to add value to the program. So I think it's, it's going to be a great, um, you know, effort, a uh, combined effort from all the partners that you brought on board. And I think everyone, you know, speak on, I think I speak on behalf of everyone at Pokestarter when I say we're super excited for the program, but I'm sure all the other partners as well are, are looking forward to, you know, making a change and helping you build this thing. Um, we are coming to the end of the episode, but I do want to remind everyone that we are giving away a few oats uh for anyone that's tuned in from the very beginning john i don't want to wrap up without maybe letting you give us um some final thoughts and maybe things to look forward to with the program if you have any alpha this is typically when uh, it's the right time to drop it uh, just as i start wrapping things up so I'll, I'll give you the floor for a minute and then i'll, I'll take it from you and uh, wrap things up with the episode Bob, thank you, man. Appreciate it very much indeed. Well, I mean, first of all, do not be afraid of starting a Web3 uh, journey. If you're a builder, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have an idea that you think makes sense, or hell, doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense in your mind, perhaps it will make sense for someone else. Um, just go and build, deploy it, learn. So first of all, learn. Um, at our ecosystem partner, Binance, there is a great um, academy that you know you can use for learn and and you know um, understand in in this uh, daunting world where you're getting at. Uh, listen to podcasts just, such as these or episodes such as these. Um, reach out to the guys from Polka Starter and any other of the key members that we have in the BNB EU incubation program. Um, the whole idea here is for us to help you. This is why we're here. This is why we're an open source network. So even though right now you might think that um, you're not you know, eligible for this incubation program, reach out to us, reach out to Polkastarter, reach out to BNB Chain Network. We're here to help you. DM me, PM me, reach me out through Telegram, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. And I'm sure that all of my colleagues think the same. And you guys at Polkastart think the same. Make sure to join us in our offline events in Lisbon, Barcelona, and the other cities in the EU. And feel free to apply to our EU uh, incubation program. And happy, happy to answer all of your questions in the future. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for that, John. And for everyone that's, you know, stuck around until the very end, thank you so much for giving us your time. If you joined in late, you definitely missed out on a lot of value. I think this episode was really, really um, exciting. And we learned a lot about kind of the efforts that BNB Chain has with this incubation program. So I would highly suggest that you do check out the recording. Feel free to listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And make sure that you check out upcoming episodes. I think we actually have Sanja from Utrust coming up tomorrow. So that should be another exciting one. And without further ado, thank you once again, John. Thank you everyone for listening in. That'll be it for today. Have a good one.